Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, however, wherever, whenever you're listening. This is the Root for Wisconsin show, episode 108. Coming at you from the Meet Your True Value and Riverwood Gallery Studio in De Pere, Wisconsin. I'm host producer Eric Fisher, the Big E. Joining me in studio, we've got Sean Klosterman. Sean, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you? Fantastic. Also joining us back after a long hiatus, Secretary Shauna. What up? Welcome back. Thank you. Glad that you're here. It's great to be back. Great to be in the the head of the table, like Roman. Oh, geez. Uh, Anyway, so as we get right into the episode, just a couple quick things to talk about. One... We've got our friends over at Ray's Energy, repsports.com, code ROOT4, R-O-O-T, number 4. 15% off any order on repsports.com. Also got our friends, Rage and Pro Wrestling, RPW. RPW Extravagance 2 is April 29th at the Watering Hole in Green Bay. Tickets are still available, but they are going fast. Most of the front row already sold out. So be sure to get your tickets if you want to attend that. Biggest show of the year. For RPW. So be sure to get your tickets for RPW. You can get them at RageandProWrestling.com. You can get them at the Watering Hole and also look sharp in the Fox River Mall. Tickets plenty are still available, but they are going quick. Gonna be a incredible show. A match inspired by yours truly. Rage and Rich is gonna be refing. So be there or be square because you won't be around. Oh no, you didn't. This show is <laughs> off the rails already. We are not even two minutes in. Hey, the people love when I'm on here. That's true. Anyway, so with that, we get into what we have rooted for in the last two weeks since we took last week off. And that is brought to you by Fanatics, as always. 300 plus powered stores, fanatics.com. Find your love for your team, show it off. Whether you're on top of the world, say like a number two seed Marquette Golden Eagles. Or you're playing in the NIT like the Wisconsin Badgers or any team in between. Be sure to check that out. Fanatics.com or through the link in my Instagram bio. Sean, I'll let you kick it off first. What have you rooted for in the last two weeks? Sure. Throw me under the bus right away. For the record, I thought he said my name and I was Yeah, like, I did I did too. So but then he then he actually looked at me, so I was kinda of disappointed. Um I'm gonna go Morgan Wall and Morgan Wallen, all right. For, why Morgan Wallen? I don't know. I don't know why. Listening to his new album, it's been pretty freaking phenomenal. And it's gone absolutely insane for record-wise, or not record-wise, but... Sales-wise. Sales-wise and everything that way. And it's just nice to see him back. I do got to say, I, I'm not going to give him a nuggie for this, but I kind of want to give it like a half nuggie to TikTok. All the sad videos of sports, <laughs> especially the ones that Sean sent oh, me. Oh, it's sad. With the 98 Brave song. That's a good song. Both though. of you are guilty of sending me ones that are just I got uh, One got me today. The the Wisconsin Badgers one. It I didn't choked see the, me up. I didn't see the Badgers one yet. You got oh, it's Sam Deck crying. The 2015 Badgers. You got uh, Frank Kaminsky, whatever. And then what's his face? Uh, Bronson Koenig. Yes, Koenig. Man, it was so sad. It just hit you right in the feels. Cause I sent him the I sent him the Brewer one 2018 2018 Brewers 2018 that one Brewers. got me okay Noogie to you we're not in Noogie time but I sent you that like a week ago before he sent it to you fair enough yeah I, but I'm more important yeah clearly <laughs> say that anyway I'm not gonna dig myself in that hole Shauna your root for um my root for since I've been on last was um 
What was the wrestling thing we watched? We watched um, Elimination, Elimination Chamber. Chamber. Yes, that is what I rooted for. That was very, very good. And we watched Roman and Sammy. We yep. did. Um, not much came out of that match. Well, that's not entirely true at all. That's not entirely true. The 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 story got furthered, um, but that was what I rooted for. All right. I like watching wrestling on TV now. <laughs> what have we done to her? Yeah. I know we have officially corrupted Shauna. Big sad. Mm-hmm. All right, my root for. I just gotta go to the world of basketball. We're at March Madness, which we had the conference tournaments. Green Bay hired their new head coach today. Uh, they announced the Green Bay men's new head coach, who also has like the coolest name ever, Sundance Wick. Also known as Sonny Wick. Uh, He was an assistant at Wyoming most recently. He has ties to Green Bay Athletic Director Josh Moon uh, through Northern State, a D2 school that they had both been affiliated with. Uh, Sonny Wick also has assistant coaching experience at Colorado, as well as there's another, there's a mid major uh, that he was at for a while as well that was pretty prominent. he was at uh, USF, University of San Francisco, which has been in the tournament a few years back. So plenty of experience for the bad or for the Phoenix, I should say. Um, so plenty of college basketball love going around. And then also the Green Bay Phoenix women, not in the NCAA tournament, could not complete the third would have been 14 game win streak, I believe, had they won out in their quote unquote regular season and conference tournament. Uh, fell in the Horizon League uh, Conference Tournament Championship game against Cleveland State. Cleveland State gets the automatic bid. Green Bay will host the Niagara, I don't even know what they are, Eagles, I think, or Owls, some sort of bird, um, on Saturday or on Thursday night at 7 p.m. at the Crest Center. So Green Bay does get another home game at the Crest Center as part of the opening round of the WNIT. Are you going? I'll be in the studio. Uh, producing so that is our root fours also i have one more root four i think you're going the same route that i am but i have one more root four all right what do you got first shana these two twins from pewaukee amy terrain and anna terrain they lit up the court at state basketball they were the epitome of what a high school basketball player should be sportsmanship uh, led their team. They're two sophomores. They are the captains of their team. Um, just incredible basketball, incredible sportsmanship they played. And uh, I enjoyed watching them at state on Saturday. I was going to say our, our state cha- our state championship Saturday and uh, semifinal Friday night, Sean and I were in attendance and sat media row. It was an absolute blast. Uh, if you have not checked it out, go to our Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok pages to see our video coverage. And also, uh, you can find it on Twitter as well and Facebook for our coverage throughout the weekend. We had live tweets going. We had uh, the Instagram story was going. We had plenty of coverage throughout the weekend. So thank you to all of those who had checked it out. And again, check out that highlight video that Shauna put together. It's incredible. Just recapping the weekend. Unfortunately, Pewaukee did fall in that championship game. They fell to Notre Dame of Green Bay, who was it was an incredible game. It very, uh, very much. But yes, very good sportsmanship from the two sophomores with the Pewaukee Pirates in the Division Two championship game. Also, shout out to the Notre Dame uh, fans who packed the Resh. Yeah, 
it was probably the most attended that that arena has been for a basketball game in quite some time. And it was just incredible to see. You had some celebrity appearances, local celebrities. You had Kevin Borseth, the Green Bay women's coach. The, some of the Green Bay women's players were there. Uh, Trevor Thompson of the Inside Wisconsin podcast, who does the show with John Anderson. Uh, we actually just saw a commercial for it here in, in the studio. Uh, was in attendance as well. So brought all the names out in the community. Great game. Great games all the way around. Uh, the Division One championship game was great as well with uh, you know, no rooting interest for us. No. Um, here in Northeast Wisconsin, it was two Milwaukee schools, but fantastic game there as well. Um, just an all-around great atmosphere, great tournament, which leads us to our Tyler Hero Noogie of the Week Awards. And for the first time ever, Secretary Shauna is getting a noogie. You know, I'll, I'll take it. Go ahead. So, as mentioned, Shauna and I were at these tournaments on Friday night and Saturday afternoon slash evening. It was a great time. Was it not, Shauna? It was fantastic. I had a, I had a blast. However, <laughs> leading into it, there was a lot of negativity. And... Shauna was the option because Justin has recently had an operation and could not attend. Sean had other plans. Ramsey was also busy. Uh, did see him, though, across the court. He ended up being able to make the Saturday night uh, Notre Dame game. So shout out to Ramsey. He's doing very well. He will be hopefully joining us here soon um, once his work schedule starts to slow down a little bit. Pizza season's going to be over because sports season's going to be over. Right. We're going back to burgers and brats in Wisconsin. Burgers and brats. Burgers and brats. So Ramsey is doing well. I just wanted to report that as well. But yeah, Shauna was very negative about having to decide to attend the state basketball tournament with me over the weekend. Ended up having a great time. And so just a little bit of a nuggie. Can I explain myself? You certainly can. I was misled by our host over here as most of you that know Eric well he um gets very excited about things and omits certain uh important information because he is so excited so what happened was he told me that we were going to be doing this and at first I was like oh man I have to go but okay I'll go and as the week continued, once we got these media passes, it started to come out uh, more um, that we were going to possibly have to go the entire day and be up at 8 a.m. on Saturday and at the rush by 830 and that we would be there from 8 to 8 and uh, possibly, well, we were there till 10. So it would have been like a 13, 14 hour day um, covering this media and that is why I was upset. I want to go on record. This is I will say that it was partially my fault. I assumed that you knew because we watched both tournaments last year together. As but as I said to you, not everyone has a um, memory uh, that goes back to five hundred years ago. That's fair. So there was a little bit of assumption, and you know what happens when you assume. Make an ass out of you and me. But you ended up having a great time. Yeah, it was a blast. Would 10 out of 10 would go back again. So I don't know. I'll fight you guys for the <laughs> second media pass next oh, year. So, so me and you are just going next year and leaving Eric? Yeah, that'll be fine. You guys don't have the <laughs> password. 
I can get the password. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but it was nice. We were very – I know we shouted it out on the Back to the Roots show. Once again, huge thank you to Todd Clark from WIA. Yes. Um, giving us the opportunity to cover and as well as being able to attend sit courtside from Media Row. It was an absolute treasure to be able to attend, and we cannot wait to continue our Back to the Roots coverage uh, of high school sports in Northeast Wisconsin. Yep. All right, Shawna, your noogie this week. Uh, I'm going to throw the noogie back at you, Mr. Eric. What did I, I do? I am so sick of hearing about this cattywampus dick of a quarterback <laughs> that we have in uh, Green Bay. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of hearing about it. I'm sick of you being like, oh, I think he's going to retire. And then the next day, I'll still be a fan of him if he goes to the Jets. And then the next, like, two minutes, I think this leads to retirement. And then the next little bit of information comes out. And still, I think this leads to retirement. I'm still saying retirement. And then the next little piece of information, well, I'll be a fan of him if he goes to the Jets. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it from you. I'm sick of it from everybody else. I'm sick of it on social media, from Twitter. We just talked to my dad like 30 minutes ago and his he his thing was eric what do you think it was confirmed he, aaron Rodgers of the jets and eric's like no nothing's been confirmed i i went i it's nothing's confirmed he's on pat mcafee tomorrow we're gonna find out tomorrow we're not gonna find out crap tomorrow no. we are not gonna find anything <laughs> out because he is still being talked about and that is what he cares about thank you you get a noogie Noogies for all you Aaron Rodgers followers. Who cares anymore? And a noogie to Rodgers and a noogie to the Jets and a noogie to the Packers. Ugh. I'm done. I want to give one more quick noogie to the media coverage. Uh, there is no journalistic integrity with this whole thing. It's about being first right now. And we have seen a lot of incorrect reports. I know I've been very negative on this show by Adam Schefter. I do want to give him... <clears throat> An ounce of credit because of the Alan Lazard contract um, not being confirmed quite yet because of tomorrow's announcement. So a not little bit of credit. because of tomorrow's announcement, there is nothing that is going to happen tomorrow. He's going to go on there and be like, ooh, I was sitting in the dark and I went on this <laughs> psychedelic trip and I'm just really not sure at this time. That's what's going to happen. All right. <laughs> Sean, your nuggie, your nuggies. Um, Follow that up, by the way. Right, right. Yeah. I'm going to pretty much have nothing. but um, Give a nuggie to Eric. He's been bothering you, too, about yeah, Aaron but Rodgers stuff. I could give him a nuggie every week, too. That's true. Rude. So I'm going <laughs> to go... Where do I want to go? Kevin Durant. What did he do now? Ooh. Just because every time he tries to go back to Golden State... He doesn't play. And they've He's got soft. Yeah. And they got this video prepared for him of all this stuff. I, I I seen something about that and it's like he's he's been out of there for what, three years now? Thereabouts, yeah. Somewhere around there. And they haven't been able to play this video for him. Commemorative video and just like He's on he's been on two different teams. This is his right. second team since he's Right. And now he's in the he's in the division and Still hasn't played. Uh, so. Well, I got one more. I, I have a lot to say this week. I'm going to give one to UNC basketball. What's new? And 
UNC became the first number one overall seed or pre- preseason number one seed to not make the NCAA tournament. And instead of continuing, you know, to grow their players, showcase their players, they've decided to boycott all postseason tournaments because they didn't get the NCAA invite. And here we have Michigan, who was in their final four within the last, what, three, four years. We've had Wisconsin, who's been in a final four in the last 10 years as well. Two final fours in the last 10 years, as well as numerous Sweet 16s. First or only the second time since 1998 they haven't made the NCAA tournament. They're playing tonight. So I, I really don't get the whole we're too good for the NIT because, I mean, almost I think Duke even played in the NIT a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't make it every year. You usually do. But to have some sort of temper tantrum in your second year with a new coach that's not Roy Williams, it's a bad look. Don't love it. Well, and if you're a garbage team, you're a garbage team. Yeah, kind of. Kind of embrace it's it. Long let, and the short of it. Let the kids play. Maybe the kids don't want to play. Well, that's because it's usually just a one-year thing for a lot of guys that go to. That's true too. North Carolina, so. But should have been better throughout the year. That's what Greg Gard said. Greg Gard said that they decided to play this tournament because of their, you know, wants to showcase the players and let the players play at least one more game. Uh, but he said, "Yeah, we've had numerous opportunities to make the NCAA. play. We're not mad about it. We're not salty about it." So I guess credit to Greg Gard and Nuggie to North Carolina. Can I go? Can I go one more? Go ahead. Can I go with the Blackhawks? Yeah, yes. absolutely. For getting rid of all their star players that built the Blackhawks in the last 10, 15 years. I'm very disappointed in it, and I'm not a really hockey fan, but I was very disappointed in that. Yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll give you they, that. They should have just let the guys either... They built that franchise, I would say. In the la- at least for the in last, this decade. In this decade. The century, even, or the, for yeah, that matter. This century, and... I don't know. I was disappointed that Patrick Kane got traded, and... You know, I had this conversation with our friend Josh, loyal listener Josh Bonas, who is a Chicago Blackhawks, really big Chicago sports fan. And aside from the NFL, it is a mystery to me how these Chicago teams are almost all of them in rebuild mode right now. I mean, the White Sox really aren't. They're kind of in that in-between building, but in a little bit of a rebuild. The Bulls are kind of in the middle because of the bucks are so good in their own division. Right. But the Cubs rebuild. Yeah. And have been in a rebuild for what? Three years now, basically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you've got the Blackhawks who are rebuilding and the, the bears haven't been really, yeah, I mean, but they the, had the, the, bears, the bears are going to be sneaky this year with everything. They, they just got, they should I mean, be. They, they've fleeced the Panthers. They for, did. Absolutely. For what... But it's just amazing to me that these teams, especially in leagues that don't have like a true salary cap like the NFL, like the NFL has a hard cap, right? right? So that that makes sense. But in the second or third biggest city in this country, third biggest city in this country, third biggest media market that you have either owners or just GMs that don't want to contend on a year out, year out, year in, year out basis. It's just baffling to me. And, you know, the, the Cubs rebuild, I know rebuilds take some time. You know, we talk about the Brewers so much on the show because, you know, it's a Wisconsin show and we're all mm-hmm. big Brewers fans. But the Brewers rebuild really happened in about two and a half years. And that's the smallest market in pro, in pro baseball. 
I mean, 2017, they were kind of a knock on the door. They made two moves, the Christian Yelich deal and the Lorenzo Cain deal to really put them over the top. And they had some guys like mature and get into the, mm-hmm, you know, go from mm-hmm. prospect to contributor at the right time. But you went from 2015 where, you know, we were, we were sitting here talking about the Badgers. Sean, do you remember that opening day that we went to? Um, that same day that the Badgers played that national championship game mm-hmm. where they got bitch slapped by the Rockies. Yep. It was like 10 to nothing in two innings or something like that. Yep. And within a month of the season starting, basically, I think mid-May, they fire uh, Ron Renneke, go to Craig Council's interim manager, and basically sold off any asset of any value except Ryan Braun. Yep. Which he was even talked about being traded. He was almost time. traded, I think, the 2016 season for Yasiel Puig. Right. I forgot about that. Oh, him. I forgot uh, about that. Yep. And was within a couple, basically a couple minutes of the trade deadline of being traded that year. Uh, the deal didn't obviously didn't end up happening. Ryan Brown retires with the Brewers in 2021. But, I mean, the Brewers made it work in two years. Really a year and a half if you think about mm-hmm, it. Because mm-hmm. 2017, they were contending almost the full year. Yep. So just um, absolutely amazing. Because what are, what are the Cubs? They're 20, what what year do they win the series? They won the series 16. 16, so. The 17 season, I believe the Cardinals won the division. I feel like it's really hard with, with the division, though. Because this division is always good. It's top heavy. Yes. Because in 18, the Brewers ended up getting game 163 and essentially broke the Cubs yep. in my book. Yep. 2019, you have um, the year that they completely missed the playoffs because the Cubs in 18, uh, after game 163, the Brewers end up winning. They get the first round or the wild card by essentially mm-hmm, for the NL Central. Mm-hmm. They end up playing the Rockies, who were the winners of the one game wild card at the time. And. Then 2019, I think they missed the playoffs. 2020, they win the division. Trade you Darvish that offseason. And then that season end up trading everybody except Wilson Contreras for some reason. Yeah. You get rid of Bryant, Rizzo, and Baez. And oh, I forgot they, they ended up keeping Kyle Hendricks for some reason. Yeah. Um and then this offseason or during the season, they don't trade Contreras or Hap. Or Hayward. In, in, or Hayward. They let Hayward retire in at the end of 2022. They let Contreras go to a team in the division because he was a free agent, which could have happened technically anyway. Mm-hmm. But you don't get anything for him. Right. And you let Hap walk, too. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you where he's playing because I don't remember. No, I don't. I don't and then either. you decide that you're still going to be kind of basement dwellers. But you decide to go take a one-year prove-it deal with Bellinger. You give Danzy Swanson way too much money. Yeah. Um, and you still really haven't made any huge moves. This is the inside Wisconsin commercial, by the way. Yeah. The guy on the left is is Trevor. Well, the long and the short of this is Chicago's going to Chicago and Fibs are going to Fib. True, which leads <laughs> us to our next part of our usual, we have the WWW story, our Wisconsin web, weird web story, whatever. And this week, going a little different route with it, where we are going to go with a Chicago story because a Chicago man is suing Buffalo Wild Wings because the boneless wings at B-Dubs aren't wing meat. 
and aren't real wings. They are, he said, they're glorified chicken nuggets. All boneless wings are glorified chicken nuggets. Basically. Where, yeah. I mean, this that's never been contested. No. no. But so he is currently suing Buffalo Wild Wings. And he'll probably win. I don't know, though. I mean, I guess that they're marketing them as wings, but like m- most of the time, Nuggie to Buffalo Wild Wings wings lately and like their food service lately, it's not very good. And most of the wings, like the boneless wings, are breading anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, how how did you not figure that out, guy? Right. The only thing I can think of is you think that should be wing meat yeah, instead of breast don't... meat. Still. Yeah. That's annoying. Yeah, it's a terrible, it's a terrible, but very also, like Sean said, very same, fib. Th- same thing that dino nuggies aren't made from dinosaurs. What? <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Third wall. <laughs> no idea. I Chocolate no milk clue. is not made from brown cows? What? That what? Is, that is true. Oh, I don't know. I didn't know cows slept inside till, or outside until <laughs> about a couple months ago. So what do I know? That was a good year ago at this point. Year yeah, and a half. we'll give you a year. That was, I suppose, yeah. But yeah, for those of you who don't, since we opened the door, Ugh. there was a time in Shauna's life prior to meeting me and Sean and, and those around that she did not know that some cows did not sleep inside the barn every night. And in my defense, I came from a town that had small little hobby farms and they put the cows inside at night. So one night we're going to meet her parents. Uh, I think we were going to Wisconsin Dells. Yep. Uh, for Labor Day weekend. Yep. And we're coming around a corner and there's a cow in a field. And it's probably 8 9 o'clock. It's dark out. And there's a cow in the field. And there's we turn the corner and there's a whole field of cows. And she's like, why are they outside? She got so sad that the cows were outside. Well, it's dark outside. And they deserve a nice little bed to sleep in, too. So that is a a good Shauna story. (laughs) Right. Okay. One of my favorites. Okay. All right. Moving along. Trivia time. And I do want to say this is the first time we've done trivia since the hotly contested bullshit trivia segment last time. (laughs) That I was doubling Sean. I was doubling Sean in. And somehow lost by a no. billion points. You did. Because you decided you wanted the second guess, and I knew you were going to short me anyway. Talk to your future I had, wife. I had no chance I don't of make winning. the rules. I, make I don't the make rules, the rules. She and does. you know what? Welcome to trivia today. We're going to get copyrighted. Yeah, are we? we are. Oh, probably not, but... It was it's, just a quick little, yeah. little bit. As long as it's below 10 seconds. 30, I think. But it's, it's fair 30. use. It's fair use. Okay. We're not monetizing us, so we're good. <laughs> right, 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 right. CBS, settle down. You don't have to sue us. Okay. So that was your little hint. Mm-hmm. Um, we are doing <laughs> March Madness trivia today. I have, let's see, I've got 13. I've got I've got a couple questions for you. Um if we need to, I've got a couple tiebreakers. We're going to start off easy. Oh. Again, to remind you, you need to ring in with the sound of your, your name, oh, okay. and then you will give me the answer. I forgot how to play. Yeah. I Thank just, you for explaining. Okay. It's been a I while. Just, you know, it's been a while. It's been a while. Okay. Um, 
this is for one point. I am, um, and here's the thing. I'm gonna not give you the multiple choice first, and then if we need some hints, I'll give you. So I'll give you the multiple choice. That way we can't guess C. <laughs> right. Okay. Number one. What team won the first NCAA basketball national championship tournament? Eric, Kansas. That is incorrect. Ooh, Sean, uh, let's go UCLA. That is also incorrect. Uh, so here are your multiple choice options. Now, you need to wait till I read all four. Okay. So it's you, the last one. No. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, A, Villanova, B, Oklahoma, C, Oregon, D, Ohio State. Eric Villanova. That is incorrect. Sean, last train to steal the point. Can you can you go over them one more can time? Use it in a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Villanova. That's wrong. Oklahoma, Ohio State, Oregon. I'm gonna go Oregon. That is correct. <laughs> huh. um, That's interesting. I never knew that. In I didn't either. 1939, the NCAA basketball tournament involved eight schools playing in single elimination, and Oregon Webfoots went 29 and five on the season and beat Ohio State. 46 to 33 to win the national title. Bet you didn't know that. That's defense. No three point shot. The Oregon Webfoots. I like that. I like the Ducks better. Okay. <laughs> I wonder where they got Ducks from, Eric. Me too. <laughs> All right. You ready? What is the traditional March Madness anthem? I mean, the song you just played. But no, no, Eric, no, no, no. Eric, one shining moment. That is correct. I didn't know that. One shining so. moment. We heard it a lot this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What player is the NCAA tournament's all-time leading scorer? Tournament. Tournament, not... Okay. Tournament. I'm going to go Sean. I'm going to go J.J. Redick. That is incorrect. Ooh, Eric, good. I'm going to go Michael Jordan. That is also incorrect. Would you like to continue guessing or would you like multiple choice? Let's go one more round of each of us guessing. Okay. I'm going to go Eric Magic Johnson. That is also incorrect. Do we care? Lou Alcindor? That is also incorrect. Mm. Here are your um, choices. And again, I've mixed them up, so don't just pick C. <laughs> um, Elvin Hayes, Oscar Robinson, oh. Christian... Latner uh, Sean or Chris, Danny Manning? Eric, Christian Leitner. No, no, I have to give it to Sean. He's no, you don't. He didn't, let, he didn't let him finish. This is against the rules. No, that was the rule for that question. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Eric, I, I'll give you a bonus point if you can tell me what team he played for. Eric Duke. Jeez. All right, so now it's two we to two. We talked about this before the show. Did we? Yeah. Oh, I, was I knew that anyway. <laughs> okay, Cheated. boys, are you ready? Maybe. You can get this many points if you answer this question. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, what are the odds of filling out a perfect March Madness bracket? Eric, I think it's one in one nine point two quintillion. How did you know that? I saw it on Facebook recently. Oh. All right, so it's three to two. <laughs> uh who was the first number sixteen seed to upset a number Eric, one UMBC. seed? You gotta let her finish no, the question. That was, that's for the multiple choice. <laughs> She's gotta finish the question and then you we buzz in. You should have known. Uh, 
And if, uh, if we're going for bonus points, they're the Golden Retrievers and they beat Virginia. Who is who is the lady? What? Was, was it You're the, thinking of oh, Sister Jean with Loyola Chicago. Oh, sorry. My bad. Okay. How old was the youngest head coach to win March Madness? To win? To win the tournament? Yeah. Okay. Who the coach was or is No, age? no. How old was he? And I'll give you a, I'll give you a bonus point if you can tell me who it was. Um, I'm going to go with Sean and I'm going to say 36. Okay. That is incorrect. That was my guess, actually. So I'm glad you said it. I was thinking it was, it, I'm thinking it's Shashesky, but I don't know. For I'm going to sure. go Eric 43. That is also incorrect. I will give you. Can you, can you give us higher or lower than his number? Lower, lower. Oh, Sean 33. No. Eric, 28. No. All right, let's go to multiple choice. Multiple choice is... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Do we have to wait for all the options this time? <laughs> no. Yes. Okay. Here are your options. 29, 30, or 31. Sean, 29. No. Eric, 31. Yes. Woo! Um, um, this was in, uh, 1940. Oh, okay. No idea. Um, their coach, would you like his name? Unless well, it's John Wooden. That's the only I guy I can say, think of. John Wooden. No, it is Emmett McCracken. <laughs> That's a cool name. <laughs> Emmett Branch McCracken. Uh, he wasn't that far out of college himself at age 31. Who did he, he win it with? Um, the Indiana Hoosers. You're that makes sense. close with that. Okay, who won March Madness as both a player and a coach? Now, hang on. There are three possible answers. You will get a point for each one that you get, a player and a coach. Only three men can claim the champion status as both player and coach. Eric, Mike Krzyzewski, is he one of them? No. Jim Beheim? No. Oh, Jawan Howard. No. They didn't win it in college. That's right. They didn't win it. Would you like me to give you the teams that they played for? No, this is more fun right now. Okay. Um, it's just a lot of radio silence. Not really good. Can, conducive was it podcast. Dean Smith? That is one of them. Yes. Let's go. Sean, you really got to step up here. What about, I... what about Phil Knight? Bob Knight? Or Bob Knight? Yes, that is you correct. You point for that. <laughs> yes, he does. Because Phil Knight's the creator of Nike. That's a totally different person. I well, he said Knight. the last name. No, 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 yeah, no, no. Yeah, he gets no. the point. For, Indi for Indiana. Eric, you have six points. Relax. I don't care. I got screwed last time and I doubled them. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but she'll make the last question worth a lot and I'll get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's one person left. He registered both achievements with Kentucky. Eric, John Calipari. No. Recently, I take it? No. No, because Calipari's been there for a while. Yeah. Well, since 2008, because that was D. Rose going to Memphis. But, but Memphis got beat by Kansas. Mm, this would have been um, 1972 to 1985. I have no idea. No, no clue. John B. or Joe B. Hall, sorry. No, no. We never okay. Got it. All right. So. 
for those of you keeping track at home, it is six to three. Eric is up. Should be seven to two. What player sank the game-winning shot that gave Dean Smith his first? Sean, Michael Jordan. That is correct. Should be seven to three now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's six four, so deal with it. Um what was the first team with twenty final four appearances? Ooh. Ooh. Sean Indiana. No. Ooh. Eric Kansas? No. Would you like me to give you the Eric multiple Duke? Choice? No. Eric North Carolina. Hey, you don't get yes. you don't get a you don't get two guesses in a row. We're playing the system. We're playing you the system. You don't get two guesses in you a row. You just got three guesses. Jump in, John. We have three guesses. John, I can't We're rig- going back Sean, and forth. I can't rig the game for you. <laughs> I can't rig it all the time. Yeah, but you can rig it for him. I didn't rig it for him. <laughs> I got one benefit out of this. You got to buzz in, John. Yeah, but we're going back and forth. He gets a guess. I get a guess. I didn't think if that he that... got it wrong. I thought you just. I thought. I thought it was just ring in. I no. thought it was ring in too. That's why I did. Oh it. yeah, now you think it's ring in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Next question. What player holds the single game March Madness record for blocked shots? Eric Lou Alcindor. No. Um. Hashim to beat. No. Okay. Are you going to go back and forth or are you going to buzz in? <laughs> well, Sean, what are we doing? <laughs> just give just give us a multiple you want, choice. Would you like multiple choice yeah, and whoever goes first? Yeah. And you have to finish the question because that's what yeah. we've been established. There are four choices I'm going to read. You need to wait till I'm done. Okay. Number one is Sean Bradley. Number two is Adonal Foyle. Number three is David Robinson. And number four is Shaquille O'Neal. Eric, uh, David Robinson. That is incorrect. If you don't get this right. Sean Bradley? Eric, no! Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> this is our Shaquille O'Neal question. When in doubt, pick Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, my God, Sean. You, do you remember who Sean Bradley is, though? Yeah. Do you know he was in Space Jam? Yes. No, you didn't. Because you didn't even realize what his name was. Two. No, you didn't. Go ahead, try. <laughs> okay, so again, for those of you keeping track at home. Hey, we're not worried about the score. Eight to four. I got to give him this one Sean, since, since you screwed him over the last I, game. Sean, I am literally trying to rig this for you. What is the lowest seed ever to win the NCAA title game? Eric, ten. No. Nine. No. Eight. Yes, that huh. is correct. Yeah, it was a UConn. Five to eight. Okay, Kem- I got a couple is, more for you. Yeah, Cardiac Kemba. I've got a couple more for you to finish this off here. Mm, what player holds the March Madness single game scoring record? Did we no I did blocks record? No, did didn't we just do this? No. Eric, is it Larry Bird? No. Go ahead. Magic. No. I'm I am gonna give you a hint though. Without giving you all the answers, I'm gonna give you a hint. Could be confused as a football quarterback. Same last name. As a maybe Raider quarterback. Ex Raider quarterback. I'll say Garoppolo? <laughs> no. So it's car. <laughs> 
can you think of a basketball player? Brandon Carr? No. Bill Carr? No. Brandon Carr? It starts, with, starts with an A. It's a city in Texas. Austin Carr. Yes, Sean. Very good. <laughs> uh-huh. We would have never got that because I've never heard of him. Oh. No. What is the fewest points ever scored by a team in an NCAA tournament game? 45. Sean, 45. Incorrect. Lower. Eric, 32. Incorrect. Lower. 27. Eric. Incorrect. Higher. 30. Correct. He didn't say his name. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> Seven to eight. Here we go. Uh, comeback season. <laughs> Here we go. How many number one seeds made the final four in 2008? Eric, two. Incorrect. Four. That is correct. Okay. I thought this might happen. We have a tie. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Still should be. You need to name all four number one seeds. If you give me, let's say each each team is worth three points. Because we have to break the tie, Eric. Yeah, but if we each get two, then we're still tied. <laughs> yeah, then I have one extra bonus question up my sleeve. Okay. Of 2008? Of 2008. So. Ooh, Eric, I'm going to go first. I'm going to say Florida. That is incorrect. They won the national championship that year, didn't they? No, they did not. Shit, they were 0607. You're right. Damn it. Because I was, yeah. Syracuse. That is also incorrect. We might be here all night. 08. Eric Duke? No. Eric, North Carolina. Hey, it's back and and forth. You need to decide that. That is not my thing. (laughs) Yeah, but he. (sighs) Whatever. Okay, so North Carolina was one of them. We need. Three more. Gonzaga. No. Texas. Ohio no. State. No. Oklahoma. No. UCLA. Yes, that is correct. We Michigan are State. back tied up. No. Michigan. No. Indiana. No. Illinois. No. Wasn't a Big Ten school. Arizona. No. Kansas. Yes, that is correct. Crap. So Kansas. All right, last one. Oh, yeah, uh, Kentucky. No. Memphis. Yep. Yes. That's who it is because it's Derrick Rose and Coach Calipari that we just talked about. Because that's the the infamous. Well, first of all, Mario Chalmers hitting the three to tie the game, and also what I always think of is. The Justin Timberlake song at the ESPYs. When Memphis got beat by Kansas and Mario Chalmers hit that three at three seconds. Well, well, so for those of you keeping track at home, it is 17 to 11. Eric takes the March Madness trivia. Woo! Now we're tied back up at what? Three? Three to three. Suck it, Sean. I tried, Sean. I tried. It's not a big deal. He cares about it more than I do. I know. Anyway, I just, I'm not, not all he's going to do is go for the rest of the episode. This is exactly why I want you to win. Because mm-hmm. look at that face. Yep. It looks pretty proud. It is proud. And see, I don't know what's worse, him gloating or him pouting that he lost by a billion. It's both. Yeah, it's I'd say losing by a billion was worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least I only lost by what? Six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the margin here is, is quite less, Eric. If we're going by points for the year, you're still match. way down. That's why we play match play, baby. That's why it's called, we don't play stroke play, we play match play. 
All right, that leads us to our draft segment. That is back this week. And in spirit of college basketball, we're going with to build an all-time college basketball team. And my first pick, because I got to go first. Was, of course you did. Right. It's it always random. Yeah, it's rigged. It's it okay. It's randomized. Is Larry Bird of the Indiana State Sycamores. What? Sean's up. No, Shauna's Shauna's up. Oh, Shauna. Shauna, no, 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 no. Okay. I picked um, Drew Timmy of Gonzaga. Yep. Oh, and do I have to do another one too? No, no I'm, Sean does. I'm next. You're I thought I double. No, you're in the middle. You're in the middle. Oh, remember. that's right. Okay. So Sean's going to pick uh, Christian Leitner. Solid pick. Out of Duke. And back to back here, I'm going to go Jimmer Fredette out of BYU. Solid picks. I am going to go Magic Johnson from MSU. Do you know which MSU? Oh, right away. Put her on the spot. <laughs> Michigan? Yay. Michigan State. Thank you. All right. My number two pick, I went with guard... Kemba Walker, cardiac Kemba from that 07, no, oh, no, that'd been like 10, yeah. 10, uh, number eight seed, UConn Huskies, cardiac Kemba could not miss in the clutch, including the Big East tournament. And then my third pick, I went with Badger Great, all one of the all time greatest two year runs of college basketball, Frank Kaminsky. Frank the Tank was incredible in those two years. My third pick is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar out of UCLA. Correct. I noted it. You don't need to correct me. <laughs> you, well, I, I, just, I wanted to do I it. I drafted you, my team. I just wanted to because you were just doing correct for both of us. You got to get it back. Oh, you're not going to correct her that it was Lou Alcindor like you did in the, pre, <laughs> in the pre-show party? I didn't feel like doing that here. Oh. But he yes, can, it was Lou Alcindor. He can insult me in private time. Yeah. It was Lou Alcindor. It wasn't the name change yet. Uh, Sean's going to go Pistol Pete, the all-time leading scorer in college basketball. And then I'm going to go with Oscar Robertson. The big old. Okay. Mm, my next pick is Luca Garza out of Iowa. Correct. Mm-hmm. He had some big, bushy eyebrows. He did. <laughs> Very notable that's a, feature. That's how she remembers them. Really? I, that is. All right. My last two picks. I had to get a Duke player in here. Christian Leitner wasn't available. I'm going to guard slash forward combo in J.J. Redick. And then my last player, I hated him as a pro. I really didn't love him as a college player for that matter anyway. But Joakim Noah from Florida the back-to-back national champions. I believe that's the last time that a national champion is repeated. I think so. If I'm not mistaken, all six of seven with the Florida Gators. Um, my last pick is Steph Curry from Davidson. I still University. hate Steph Curry because of that. And I, I hated him in the NBA because of the whole LeBron, Steph, Warriors, Cavs. But I hated him for beating Wisconsin in yeah. The Sweet 16. The only thing you're upset about this draft is you can take LeBron. So that is a sad fact. <laughs> Are you a LeBron guy? No. Oh, okay. Sean's an anti Eric guy on that one. I think he appreciates LeBron, but he does it to piss me off. 
No. <laughs> Sean piss you off? What? And, and with the final pick, I'm going to take Adam Morrison out of Gonzaga. Really made Gonzaga put them on the map. He Gonzaga did. Gonzaga twins. Mm-hmm. He did. Was a sucky pro, but... Awful pro. That whole era, there was a whole era of just busts um, that were on video game covers as well. If you think about Adam Morrison, you think of Greg Oden from 2K8. There's a whole bunch of them. Come on, you got more? Uh, no, that's all you got. Yeah, but those are the two <laughs> big ones. Well, in the spirit of March Madness, should we share who we feel is winning our brackets? No, that is top secret information till Thursday. Oh, why? Because I can still change mine and I probably will. Oh, okay. Never no, mind. No, I, I lied. I think my champion's set. My final four is not set. Okay. Well, Sean, why don't you lead us off then? Uh, Gonzaga. Just because I have a sweatshirt that I got from Goodwill a couple of years ago, so I like to wear it because I like to root for them. That's it. It's a good team. Good team to root for. It's a good pick. Solid pick. I don't even remember. I did my did my bracket. Did I pick Texas? Yes. yes. I think I picked Texas. Because I said A&M and you said no, Longhorns. Yep. Yep. I picked Texas. The Texas Horn Frogs, like the, the March Madness preview show was. Yeah. All right, Eric. Big secret. Reveal. Ba-da-ba-da. My champion as of right now, Marquette. And I, no, it's actually not Marquette. Uh, The Houston Cougars. Oh, geez. I have as the champion right now. A one seed? Yeah. Lame sauce. I don't, I don't feel confident in my final four, but I do feel confident that their path to the championship is. That is weak energy picking a one seed. Weak. You picked a two. So? I picked a three. You picked a three. Yeah, picking a one seed is just stupid. Well, that's also where the final four is going to happen. So if they get there, they'll definitely have a home advantage. So? It helps out. We know what Wisconsin did because they played Milwaukee. Remember that Oregon game in the 15 run? No. They don't get past Oregon, I don't think, if they don't play Milwaukee. Are you sure? Probably. Should we go back and test it? Yeah. How would we test it? What if they play in Oregon? Then they might lose. Are you sure? possibility what if they play in a different neutral ground a totally different possibility so let's go back and test it yeah all right let's go back in time we'll move hop the game. in that time machine rick gonna go 80 miles an hour beep boop beep boop beep boop i don't know oh flux, look at they a, still won got a flux capacitor <laughs> anyway <laughs> when do we get to talk about aaron Rodgers again no, uh, that's usually at the end of the show. Sean. Oh, make your ears all red. Can we do baseball? We can do baseball. Yes, baseball. So right now, uh, just a couple quick things going on. It's a travel. The World Baseball Classic is going on. Brewers shut out the Reds yesterday? Two days ago. Uh, no, I believe that was yesterday. Pretty sure it was two days ago. Anyway, World Baseball Classic, Sean. Have you been able <laughs> to see any of the games? I've just seen highlights. I have not watched any games yet. So quite a bit. Uh, very interesting game so far. We had some huge upsets early on. Uh, Team USA dominated on Sunday night over yep. Canada. Yep. In a 12-1 to win. They did lose to Mexico on Saturday night. And Friday night, they were victorious... Who did they play Friday? Struggling. Who well, else is in that new? pool? Great Britain. Great Britain, you're right, with the Aldi jerseys. True. No, with <laughs> the Times New Roman jerseys. Those were awful. 
I that almost I forgot about that. That almost deserves the nuggie just for those awful jerseys. Mm. Put no thought into them. Looked like they picked them up on the way, and then they had forgotten to put Great Britain on them and stopped at like a t-shirt stamping place and put Great Britain on the across the middle. Um, so U.S. two and one. Uh, Canada did help them, or Great Britain did help them out with beating Canada as well in the highest scoring World Baseball Classic game to date. What was the score? Oh, God, it was like 15 to something, I think. Oh, really? It was 15 to 8 or something. Didn't they see they won 10 nothing? Who? Team USA? Uh, they won twelve to one or Saturday okay. or Sunday night, excuse me. Over or was Canada. it a or was it like ten, 10 run rule? Ten run rating. Ten run rule. They scored nine in the first. Yeah, that's what it was. Mike Trout had a home run to cap it off. Yep. So overall, uh, it's been a pretty interesting time uh, with the pool play so far going on. Um, Team Italy, led by Sal Frelick, Brewers prospect, is in the quarterfinals, guaranteed. They made some headlines with their celebrations and having an espresso machine mm-hmm. in their dugout. That. Very typical and Italian, who, stereotypical. Who's the pitcher that I've seen that's pitching for them? That hasn't been relevant in five years. There's a bunch of them in this tournament. Matt Harvey. That's right. Matt Harvey. Did you see John Axford pitch for Canada the other night? No, I did not. John Axford, and he was hitting the 90s with his fastballs, kind of not like the low 90s, so it's not John Axford back. Mm-hmm. But if you recall, in the 2021 season, the Brewers had signed him at the towards the roster expansion time, and uh, he did earn a spot for about a third of an inning right. before he blew his elbow out again. But John Axford, back after not pitching for quite some time, today's story was the late ESPN reporter Pedro Gomez. His son, Rio, was pitching in an earlier game today, I believe for Team Venezuela. So, great fun. If you haven't seen any of the games, there's, the pool play is still going on. Be sure to check out the quarterfinals because it's only going to get better as it goes along. You didn't want to watch it tonight. It's because it was a repeat. And oh, college, was it? The, uh, the, at least the late game was. We oh. had Israel and the Dominican Republic on. I think that was live. But Yeah, just because you didn't want to watch Manny Machado, it's okay. That was Shauna. I was being nice. You don't like him either. So. I hate Manny Machado. I'm not going to hide that. Uh, how are, what did you find out for the Brewers as far as Shauna? What? <laughs> <laughs> when did they shut out the Reds? Um, I might be ordering us some cookies, so I don't know. Why are you, what kind of cookies? Crumble cookies. That they're going to be here tonight? Yeah. They deliver now? Yeah. That's cool. Shauna wants a cookie. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> I didn't realize I was mistaken. I will admit I was wrong. It was yesterday. They wanted oh. Yeah. It's so, on recording. It's on recording. You, you got it now. Mic drop. They did. I knew that because I said it to you while you were in here playing your little PlayStation. And I was watching Real Housewives. <laughs> you sounded like an old lady right <laughs> while you were playing your freaking PlayStation. <laughs> You're playing your Nintendo. But overall, pretty excited about the bird. Uh, I don't want to jinx it, so I'm not going to necessarily say it, but... I will say this. Allegedly, there is a possibility that Christian Yelich may be back in MVP form. I wouldn't go that far, but he is hitting. He's got to stay healthy this year. Right. And and that's been a big part of his issues. Um, I believe through however many at-bats he has in spring training, he's hitting 500, has a couple home runs. Uh, the best thing for me, though, and, and the ultimate uh, sign of of 
of good news for Christian Yelich is the fact that he is going the opposite field at will. So that's always a great news for him. Yes, Christian yep. Yelich might be back. And didn't we had two prospects go back to back the other day too? I know Bryce Terang hit one. Terang did. I'd have to look Was into it? the box score on that. Are you talking about yesterday's? Uh, I don't remember. Nothing I, run win? I don't remember. I know Bryce Bryce Terang and somebody went back to back. I seen a highlight of that. I can't remember who it was. Looks like it would have had to have been Sunday. So I did find it. Uh, Bryce Terang. It was not a back-to-back for the two prospects. But Bryce Terang has left the yard in back-to-back games over the weekend. So so, so he's going to make the, ma- the major league roster? I doubt it, just simply because of how the right. teams stupid, like to stupid wait for May and... Get their year of service time and blah blah blah. And what? Is, what is that even? That doesn't still doesn't make any sense. But yeah, blame the players' union or blame the owners. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Yeah, I'd actually probably blame the owners. <laughs> I, the way that we've seen things play out in the last two three years with the yeah, ownership you, groups, I'll definitely hate on the owners. I have no issue. Usually, with that. the players get traded by this time, anyways. So that's by the time they're what? However. What By the time they're arbitration yeah, eligible and exactly, and no, or coming towards the end of arbitration and it would be a true free agent, yeah, that's what the Brewers like to do because they're usually almost thirty. That's true too. And I mean, so. granted, you you got lucky with Terang and the fact that you signed him out of high school instead of him going to LSU, right? Um, the only guy you could probably say is Bryce Harper, but he didn't even stay with the Nationals, so. Yeah, or I mean, uh, Jackson, or not Jackson Trio, but he's kind of in that same conversation. But you look at, uh, well, Strasburg stayed for a long time. Yeah, but he's he, but he was, went to college. He was injured for I would how long? Juan Soto was kind of in that same conversation, but he ended up getting traded as well. Right. So, oh yeah. So I don't know. Whatever. But opening day in about two weeks. Yep, two weeks. I believe it'll be two weeks from Thursday. Thursday, yeah, be the thirtieth, sixteenth to the thirty-first. Fourteen days. That's fifteen days, boss. Oh, whatever. So Friday. It's whatever Thursday. Yeah, it's Thursday. It's the thirtieth. My bad. You're right. Oh, okay. We we were both right in the wrong way. We both had one part right, but anyway. <laughs> Squirrel. Yeah, no kidding. Um, also in the basketball world, in the NBA. Bucks continue to do their thing, kind of in that lull period where college basketball takes over and not a whole lot of eyes in the NBA. But the Bucks did turn some heads last night where Troy Lyles literally turned Brooke Lopez's head in a post-game scrap, or technically it was still in regulation, but it was end-of-game scrap, I should say. I did say. not see this. Uh, towards the end of regulation, Giannis was dribbling out the clock. Trey Lyles tried to... I mean, he ended up following Giannis... It, the TV broadcast kind of gave him the benefit of the doubt at first. It was very clearly a foul. There was some talking going back and forth, and then immediately Trey Lyles shoved him. And then Brooke Lopez came in to defend Giannis, and they had to be pulled apart, and both were ejected from the game. Uh, Bucks continue their winning ways. They Brooke, get the Brooke win. Lopez has been going absolutely crazy these last few games. Block Lopez, you mean? Mm-hmm. He had, a, I believe, he had a double double with blocks there. Or was no, close. He, he had was nine. close. He had nine. That's right. 
Um, speaking of which, because we didn't get to talk about this last week, half nugget to the NBA for taking away Giannis's rebound for the triple double when he, I mean, yes, it was at the end of the game. He was definitely stat padding threw it off the glass, got a rebound and the NBA took it away from him. Of course it did. Uh, Bucks at 49 and 19 on the year, Sean, and very much in control of their fate. I believe they are either a win or a heat loss. And we're at the or because I think last night would have been Bucks win and heat loss. I believe now with the Bucks winning last night over the Kings, they are a win away from clinching a playoff spot, being the first team to do so can for the talk, year. Can we talk about the Kings being relevant this year, too? Yeah. Where the hell did they come from? 40 and 27. Right. I couldn't even tell you. I mean, aside from Trey Lyles, I couldn't even tell you a player. Here and Fox is the only one that I could I could name. But I don't remember them being relevant since Peja and Chris Webber. Right. And that was 2005, give or take. 2006, something like that. Probably even earlier than that, if we're being honest. No, because I remember that team on, because you had Mike Bibby. Right. I remember it being on 2K5. Here's your leading scores for the Sacramento Kings. And actually, I would add in the years they had Buggy Cousins. They were kind of yeah, relevant. But, but, yeah. Um, De'Aaron Fox getting 25.5 a game. DeMonta Sabonis getting 19 oh, a game, Sabonis. grabbing 12 rebounds a game. Uh, I don't even know who this is. Kevin Herter yep. out of Maryland. He's a guy that struggled in the three-point contest. That's right. Uh, Harrison Barnes still playing. That's crazy. Uh, he's getting 15.1 a game in 67 games. Malik Monk still around. And then Keegan Murray from Iowa getting 11.6 per game. Nice. So uh, what is that? Six, seven double-digit scorers? Six double-digit scorers? Because what are they in the West? They in the West are... Think three? The three seed. And the Western Conference is very jumbled towards the bottom. Um, first of all, let's go through the Eastern Conference with the Bucks. The Bucks are two and a half games up on Boston at the number one seed. So as of right now, it is the Bucks mm-hmm. conference to lose. Uh, also holding the best record in the NBA by it looks like three games over Denver. Boston is a two seed at 47-22. The 76ers are the three. Cleveland, the four. Brooklyn, the five. They're falling off, though, because of the trades. Uh, the New York Knicks are sitting at the six. Those are the, your kind of guaranteed teams. Your play-in game teams are you've got Miami at the seven, Atlanta at the eight, Toronto at the nine, and Chicago at the ten. And then separated by a half game, you've got Washington at 11. The Pacers are a game back of a playoff spot at 18 and a half games back, uh, led by Wisconsin native Tyrese Halliburton. has been incredible they for them. They have Brogdon yet, too? No. Oh, no. Malcolm Brogdon plays for the Celtics. Hmm. Um, Orlando Magic at 21 games back from the Bucks. Charlotte, and then the only team eliminated from postseason competition in the Eastern Conference, the Detroit Pacers, or not the Detroit Pacers, <laughs> Detroit Pistons. Had racing on the head. <laughs> Piston Cup cars, you know. I just watched cars the other night. Nice. Over the weekend here. Uh, the, the most of the cars, <laughs> the Pistons are at sixteen. The Piston Cup are at sixteen and fifty-three have been eliminated from uh, playoff contention in the West. Denver is leading the way. I uh, have a 
four and a half game lead over the Memphis Grizzlies. That may grow depending on the John Morant situation. Ooh, yeah, that's a bad, uh, which yeah. has been messy to say the least. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not going there. Uh, Sacramento, <laughs> as mentioned, are at the three. The surging Phoenix Suns, thirty-seven, thirty-one. At the four seed, Golden State is at the five, and it's a tie for the five seed uh, with the Clippers at both are at 36 and 33, 10 and a half games back of the one. Um, then you're playing teams. You've got Minnesota Timberwolves at 35 and 34. The Dallas Mavericks are at the eight seed, 34, 35. And then the Lakers and the Pelicans and the Oklahoma City Thunder are all at 33 and 35. The Lakers with tiebreakers would be the nine and the Pelicans are the 10. And you're about two and a half games back if you're the Lakers from being in a locked position at the six, but still in very much comfortable skating, given how things have been going. A lot was said at the trade deadline and LeBron has not played really since then because of injury. The Lakers trade deadline ended up being incredible for them. You dumped Pat Beverly, you dumped Russ Westbrook, you dumped Thomas Bryant, brought in a whole new crowd of younger talent, including led by D'Angelo Russell. Uh, AD has been healthy for most of that stretch, and they have played their way back into a playoff spot, uh, or at least a play-in spot. Uh, also, looking on the outside looking in, you've got Utah at 33 and 36, Portland at 31 and 37. And then already eliminated, you've got the Sacramento, or excuse me, San Antonio Spurs. I know we just talked to Sacramento. I'm so used to saying them as an outsider. Right. San Antonio Spurs at 17 and 50. Holy man. And the Houston Rockets 16 and 52. Wow. Uh, that one I. That one's about right. Yeah. Um, so that's your NBA standings as we sit, what, a week and change, probably two weeks from playoff starting? Mm, yeah, something like that. Give or take. Usually right around opening day, yeah. 49 and 19. What's that come out to? 768. So, so they got two week, two or 14 games left, right? 82. 68, yeah. 14 games. So, so Bucks two, kind two, of in two, three weeks of kind of in that lull of NCAA kind of takes over. Um, which perfect time to segue. As mentioned, we have the bracket challenge going. If you've not filled out a bracket, feel free to do so. Entry is free into the Root for Wisconsin show group. Do, do we have a prize? We will have a prize. We what's, do not have what, one determined. What's the prize, Eric? We do not have one determined. Well, that's disappointing. Um, and also to avoid any controversy as we had two years ago. Controversy. You must Con- be controversy in. Controversy creates cash. You must be in the tournament bracket challenge by the first game on Thursday. Oh, jeez. You remember this whole situation? Yeah, I know. Now I remember. Yeah. So must be in. By Thursday, we will not accept late entries to the bracket challenge. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> very sure on this one. So have to very much state that that is the case. Even though we really, I mean, we don't have an LL, we don't have any way to get sued, but I don't want to get sued. True. So very much clearly stating. Must be in before Thursday in the first game. Plenty of time to join. Entry is free. Can't you close it by on Thursday? I believe so. Well, then why don't you just do that? 
It's a lot more work than I want to do. Oh, jeez. But I believe there is a way to do it. I just don't know how to at this point. Just don't want to do it. Entry is free. Feel free to participate. We will have some sort of prize that is being determined yet. We have not had a all-team meeting to determine prize. Last year, I believe it was a Primal Eats gift card up in Gillette. Um, I would be led to believe that that may be a factor once again. But again, do not have that determined officially. So nice. that would be my current guess, but that is very much subject to change. We could do that. I could go with that. It's not like you're going to win anyway. I'm just saying, that'd be a good prize. <laughs> it would be. It was. I don't care if I win. I'm like, that'd be a good prize. <laughs> so, as long as somebody I know and I can go with. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you with. You're not going to win. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Honestly, God, this you're, you're thinking way too much about it. This NCAA tournament, and we talked about this before we even started recording. A lot of people, I don't, you know, maybe they joke. Maybe they, a lot of people don't joke about this. They pick based on the color of the uniform or the name of the school or the name of the mascot. You're honestly better off this year. I really think you're better off every year. I, I think. Well, a lot of years you still end up with two or three one seeds in the final four. Most years you are anyway, at least one. So, in a lot of ways, you know, the ch the chalk does end up coming to fruition in the long run, usually. I mean, we've only had one 16 seed beating a one ever. Mm -hmm. But, and I don't think it's going to happen this year based on who's, you know, what the matchups are. But there's a very real chance that you could see like a 15-2 upset. Oh, 100%. And a lot of 314s and 413s. I mean, the 512 is always kind of the, the traditional one to point to. That's, you know. Yep. I believe I think I saw the stat. There's been one every year for the last like twenty some years. Yeah. Um, but so what, did, what did I see? You, you're supposed to bet the money line on all the five twelve seeds, and you even if three lose, you're still making money. I'd buy that. Something like that. The fifteen two seed game this year because we had the the magical run of St. Pete's Peacocks last year. Mm -hmm. Um. The one that I'm pointing to and the one that I'm struggling with a lot is the Texas Colgate opening game. Don't it, tell me that. I got Texas winning. I know you do. And every quote-unquote expert points to that Colgate can keep themselves in a game, but they probably sh can't win one against Texas. But I saw what Colgate did last year against Wisconsin. And that was a, one of the better Wisconsin teams in recent years. Not really. But at the same time, Colgate returned a lot of those same players. And they led the NCAA in three-point percentage, I believe. Um, and they play incredible defense. They wear teams down. They shoot really well. And at the very least, they're going to give Texas probably all they can handle. Texas may still win which is what my bracket says as well, but I'm struggling with that one a lot. My my horse is Boise State making to the making it to the Elite Eight. Interesting. Yep, that's my horse. Huh. I like it. Broncos. Broncos. For those that don't know that. Sorry. No, I, I'm that's why I chuckled. Helping, helping people out. Um, We haven't talked a whole lot about the Marquette Golden Eagles on this show. No. 
and that is a damn shame um, because they've been one of the sneakier teams this year. And very quietly, I believe the the quote came to, to light this weekend after they won the Big East champion, tournament championship as well as the biggest regular season. So outright champions of the Big East for the first time in program history. The They are led by... I have to get his name right. I don't want to butcher this. I believe... They, they still got Buzz as their... No. They oh. got Shaka Smart as Shaka, their coach. Buzz Williams right. has moved on to two different schools now. That's right. Shaka he Smart. He was with Virginia Tech. Now he's with Texas A&M. And then after... Shaka, Shaka Smart. Who was he before? VCU. Well, he was Texas before he yeah, was okay. Marquette, but most notably for VCU. Yep. Um, but they... The Marquette Golden Eagles are led... By guard Tyler Kolick, who is an AP APL American, he infamously said when Marquette was picked ninth in the Big East to start the season, he was asked in media days what he thought about that. He said, "Quote, fuck them," and and look at him now. Well, he's not APL American. Marquette is a two seed. They play very good defense. They shoot the ball very well from outside and inside the arc. Um. Really, all in all, I I really thought that this was a. I know there's a lot of complaints on social media about the bracket release. Um, yeah, but seeding. I think that's for different reasons with one of the one seeds. But that's a totally different. Well, the controversy of the Alabama team, right? Um, as of right now, he's still playing. The the uh, alleged participant in a illegal activity. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say on that yeah, whole situation. We're not even going to go any farther with that. But what I would say, just I didn't find them to be a number one overall seed. I, you know, I could, could right. put them in the conversation. I guess as a one, they were very good throughout the year. I have not seen them play, but they didn't. I don't think they passed the eye test of being a true number when, one overall for the. I mean, granted, it was a very up and down year for all the top teams, right? So I mean, somebody's got to get that nod. I just, when when you think of SEC, you don't think of basketball. You just think of well, you don't football. think you for sure don't think of Alabama. You think of Kentucky, right? And Kentucky. maybe Florida. They in the SEC? Yeah. Oh, there. Hmm. But you think of those two schools, and again, this is not a knock on Alabama as a whole. You know, just bear, maybe on one guy. Well, one guy, but also, like I said, I just I don't buy them as a true no. number one overall. But but could, th- could you have bought any of the any of the other guys as a true number one? You really uh, couldn't. So it was kind of. I could get the argument of Kansas. Because Kansas was up there all year. Uh, so I would understand the argument for Kansas. I would understand the argument for Purdue, even though they struggled at times this year and then won a lot of close games. Mm hmm. I'd probably understand the argument for Houston. Um, had there not been an injury to UCLA, I would probably bought them as a number one overall seed as well, where their top defender got hurt and tore his Achilles right before the uh, Pac-12 tournament. So with that, you know, I, I have, you know, what are they going to be? They're very shallow bench. They're still very top heavy, but they don't have that bench depth and they could get caught off guard on any given game and not have the depth to compete. So, you know, what you make about the UCL, UCLA Bruins. Um, yeah, I would say, I would say 
Kansas maybe would probably have the yeah, best I, argument. I don't know, but um, what do we know? Absolutely nothing. Like I said, this is probably the. F- I would say probably one of the first years that I am just absolutely at a loss for the whole thing. I could, there's probably about five, six teams that could really truly win it. There's probably about another five or six on top of that, that if they get the right matchup on any given day, can upset one of those five or six that can truly win it and then make right. that same run. Um, I know that a lot of people had some upset feelings about uh, Texas A&M being seated solo after they got snubbed last year. Being a seven seed this year, I know there's a lot of people upset that either Rutgers or Ohio State get it didn't get in at large from the Big Ten, mm-hmm. and the Big Ten only had eight mm-hmm. teams instead of projected for nine or ten. Um, I'm surprised that Ohio State didn't get the nod after the long Big Ten tournament run that they had, where they were in the semifinals playing against Purdue, right? Um, because I, ironically, because that was a 12-13 matchup for the Badgers, Ohio State, in the opening round of the Big Ten tournament, a lot of experts were saying the Badgers probably would have, if they would have beaten Ohio State and probably beaten Iowa, that would have put them against Michigan State. That probably would have done the job for them to get in outright, let alone, um, you know, you're kind of in that same boat. And then they ended up winning an additional game on top of that in that Michigan State game. Because who won Big Ten? Uh, Purdue won it out, right? Purdue did. Uh, Penn State gave them a run. Yep. And Penn State is a very dangerous 10. Right, because um, I, I, I think I have them going pretty far, too, just just on that. Cause we probably the... have them to the Sweet 16, because that's when they play Texas. Yes. Uh, because you'll have the opening round game of per, uh, Penn State, Texas A&M. Yep. And then the, the bottom of that bracket, I believe... Is that the Marquette bracket seed where they have to play the two? Yeah. Where am I here? What are we talking about again? Talking about uh, Texas Penn. A&M and Penn State. Yes. Penn so they'd State. play Marquette right away? Is yes. that correct? No, they'd, they'd play Texas. Sorry. Right, because Texas is the two. You're right. Yep. I don't know. So they would play Texas. So I might have to change my Texas, my Texas winning. <laughs> That is going to be a good game, though. I mean, you know, kind yeah. of looking throughout the rest of this. Um, like I said, there was the Duke being a five seed kind of struck me as weird too. Jeez, I don't, I don't have any one seeds making it to the Elite Eight. Might want to look at that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when, when I have more points at that point, could be. Then you, we'll you'll, talk. We'll yeah, talk. We'll talk at that point. <laughs> Uh, the Duke being a five seed going against Oral Roberts was a little odd to me. Uh, Duke has been very good since they got healthy. They've been one of the hotter teams and ended up winning the ACC tournament. Um, so I was a little surprised by that. I wasn't shocked, but I was kind of surprised. Um, the I think one of the harder the harder games, and it happens every year, and I think how it ended up going with the app, I think my 8-9 matchups are different every time I look. Right. And I think that's by design. Mm-hmm. But this year, the committee, I think the committee truly got really good games in those spots. I think they got good games all around. You've got you Arkansas, think? Illinois as one of the eight nines. You've got Iowa, Auburn. You've got Memphis, FAU. And then you've got Maryland, West Virginia. All great games. Mm-hmm. 
Um, if you're asking me for an upset, like the 512 game that I'd probably be looking at, I know the darling right now is Charleston over San Diego State. Yeah, I think I think I picked out. I think I did pick that one. Um, oh man, where to go here? Charleston. For those kind of not knowing them, they don't have a game breaking star, but they do have five players who score double digits on a nightly basis. They don't slow down. They're push a tempo, a top one hundred in the in, in offensive and defensive efficiency, um, and. As mentioned earlier, the official stat, at least one 12 seed has defeated a 5 seed in 32 of the last 37 tournaments. Last year, there was two of them. I got three of them this year. So looking at those 5-12, because again, that's that's the most popular upset mm-hmm. one. Uh, Charleston, San Diego State would be a solid one. I got Drake over Miami. Do you have Duke winning or over I have, I have Duke. I have Duke winning, yes. Uh, Drake, Miami, I also have that one. Personally. I, also, I also picked VCU. St. Mary's VCU, that's going to be a good one. Um, I saw VCU play on Sunday, and they're, what, they're the AAC? I think so, yeah. Um, the sense. American, what used to be part of the Big East. Yeah, well, how there's so, so many crazy names for the conferences um, now. I believe in St. Mary's, and I have no reason to. I haven't seen them play, but I know that they're, <laughs> in the same com- they're in the same conference as Gonzaga. Right. They, this year... Uh, they had played with Houston. They lost by five to Houston. They beat Gonzaga once. They beat in San Diego State. They beat in Oral Roberts. They beat in Vanderbilt. And they beat North Texas by 30. So a question, who's the um, Horizon League team? Uh, that is the Northern Kentucky Norse that are going to get killed by Houston in that opening game. Oh, they're a 16 seed? They are. Nice. Kansas. You're in the oh, mid- there we go. Okay. Midwest. Yep. So, again, just kind of one of those times where it's time to enjoy the tournament. Um, full weekend slate of games, Thursday, Saturday games. You got the Friday, Sunday. And fill out those brackets. Have some fun along the way. And, again, play the Root for Wisconsin Tournament Challenge for your chance to win an unspecified prize that may or may not include Primal Eats. Nice. That we have not determined yet. Um, on the flip side, in the NIT, kind of more a little bit on the sadder side, but the Wisconsin Badgers are playing in the NIT. They have their opening round game tonight. They are a two seed. In the NIT, certain seeding makes no sense to me because they'll have a two versus an unseeded team. Right. Uh, like they do the four, then but they don't do like eight, one, or they just yeah, do I don't, top four. I don't, I don't know. But they will play. The Bradley Braves, which are going, we're going to have back-to-back games with Green Bay Connections here, Sean. Because right now on Ooh. ESPN2, we have Michigan about to beat Toledo. They are coached by former Green Bay Phoenix coach Todd Kowalczyk, who had coached in Green Bay in the early 2000s or mid-2000s, kind of like the 06 range, I believe. And then the following game, we'll have the Wisconsin Badgers playing the Bradley Braves, who are coached by former Green Bay coach Brian Wardle, hmm. who coached in the early 2010s, uh, including the Kiefer Sykes teams. So Coach Wardle will be up here in about a half hour as we're sitting here talking. Uh, that game's slated to tip off at 8 p.m. And, oh, wow. Another quarterback domino has fallen, Sean, uh, which is that. a perfect segue to our NFL talk. And with that, 
I, you know, we let's just can we just talk free agency first? Let's talk free agency. How, how crazy free agency has been already. Uh, Packers get one free agent in the door so far. They yep. keep Keyshawn Nixon one so, year, six up to six million dollars. Yep. Very big, very big uh, keep. Very big keep, absolutely. Because I feel like he's gonna play a, probably a bigger role. You think he's gonna play some offense? I wouldn't be surprised. I think it'll ultimately depend on what the offense looks like. Right. Who's playing quarterback? Who do we have for wide receivers and tight ends? A lot of unknowns in the Packers Mm -hmm. offense. Um, We will wait for our Packers talk for a little bit here. Yeah. Um, But who who do we all got quarterback dominoes falling? We got. So Derek Carr was the first domino. Derek Carr signed with the Saints. What a week ago already at this point. Uh, was the first domino to fall. Jameis re-signed with the Saints. Jameis did re-sign with the Saints, but we've had a lot of movement. Jimmy Garoppolo was the second domino to fall. He agreed to terms because I don't think the deals officially are officially yeah, official. They, they're not official till what Friday? Uh, want to say actually, I think it's tomorrow, Wednesday. Is it tomorrow? Um, which is kind of the timing. Tomorrow at noon. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> um, which would be very much in line with the timing of a. Conversation that we're going to have in a little bit. Yep. Um, but tomorrow does start the official league year. Um, so deals are not official. They're agreed to in term and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo has allegedly agreed to terms with the Raiders. So Devontae Adams will have a third straight year of a different quarterback. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that domino fell. The uh, Ra- Ra- Speaking of the Raiders, Raiders trading Darren Waller today. They did a week after or a week and a half after he had recently gotten married to uh, WNBA star Kelsey Plum, who plays for the Las Vegas Aces. Nice. Um, also, the Raiders acquiring former Patriot receiver Jacoby Myers today. Yep. See a couple other deals kind of going on. Uh, we'll stay within the quarterback conversation. Baker Mayfield has been rumored to the Buccaneers that that is their top target remaining. Has not signed or agreed to terms quite yet, uh, but that is a current rumor. Did I see something about Sam Darnold getting Sam traded? Sam Darnold uh, was a free agent. He went. Oh, he was a free agent. Okay. He went to the Niners. He went to the Niners to essentially probably be their backup, which makes me think that either Brock Purdy or Trey Lance is getting traded yet. Which um, I could, I could very much, very much see. We just saw former Commanders quarterback Taylor Heineke has been agreed to terms. Where was he going? Atlanta. Atlanta, correct. Uh, Matt Ryan was released by the Colts today. Um, Carson Wentz got released by the Commanders. By the Commanders. Uh, We also saw former Jets quarterback Mike White agree to terms with the Dolphins. Nice. Um, Which is, again, kind of focusing the whole conversation on the New York uh, Jets in their quarterback situation, as well as the Green Bay Packers situation. But again, we'll wait on that here. Mm-hmm. A couple other moves being made around the league. Stephon Gilmore was traded from the Colts to the Cowboys today. The Colts did make one move, bringing somebody in. They brought in uh, kicker, punter, Matt Gay. No, he's kicker. He is kicker, correct. Sorry, my bad. Uh, so Matt Gay is now a Colt. Um, let's see what else has been going on. 
Bears traded the first overall pick. They did. And as you mentioned in the uh, kind of our noogie session with Chicago, the Bears did a great job fleecing the Panthers for that pick, who have already been rumored to trade it down already. Right. I don't I don't understand. Probably because they traded so much for them, but so for the, just to kind of recap the trade, I gotta I wanna kind of go through that because we're it's a huge trade. I mean, the first overall pick goes to Carolina. Carolina. In return, the Bears get number nine. Well, let's start first player. They get yeah, yeah. they get uh DJ Moore, a number one receiver. For Justin they get Fields, no. The ninth pick, they get. I'm trying to find, I had the list of everything that they received. Yeah, they got a first, a second, a fourth, a fifth, and DJ Moore or something like that. It was it was crazy. They received the ninth pick this year, the pick sixty one next or of this year's draft as well, a first round pick next year, a second round pick in twenty twenty five, and DJ Moore. Okay, so two first round, two first rounders, two second rounders, and DJ Moore. Correct. To move up, eight spots. Eight spots, and possibly trade that down now. Um, again, the quarterback market, as we had talked about for a lot of the offseason, has been wild already. Um, still, some more dominoes to fall. One of those falling tomorrow, more than likely. Hopefully, hopefully, um, it's finally done. Which also leads to, you know, we talked about Sam Darnold signing. Maybe that's a temporary, just kind of like another camp arm. Uh, especially with the Brock Purdy injury where he's going to have surgery and be out for out of commission essentially for six months. But I do think Trey Lance gets traded, though. I do, too. And that's kind where, of where I was. Where I'm thinking Indy. I think that backfield of Trey Lance with Jonathan Taylor with who they, they just hired the Eagles. Right. Offensive coordinator as their head coach, right? That is correct. I cannot think of his name off the top of my head, but I know no. you are correct. I feel like it's a it starts with an S, but I don't know what it I, I keep thinking Steve Spagnola, but I know it's not that. But I could be totally wrong. But anyways, um I just feel like he could make what Jalen Hurts Shane Steichen. Steichen. Uh yeah, that would be an excellent um fit and i don't i think you give up a second or trail you probably have to give up a first i don't just think because you have to give he up has a, the he's only been in the league for two years so you have two possibly three years with him yet you're in a weak division right um that's and essentially the, i mean you're looking at a wide open division essentially i mean the jags are going to probably be good again yeah but the but the rest, tight, titans, the, are, the titans figuring, are selling yeah they're out of nowhere trade. Derrick Henry for some reason. They're looking to trade Derrick Henry. They've already cut uh, guys like Taylor Lewan and some of their, their more notable uh, players. Bud Dupree, I believe, is gone as well. Yeah. Um, so they've made some moves already that are... And then the Houston Texans are the Houston Texans. Right, and they're picking a quarterback this year. Um, so really, you know, you kind of look at this draft class. There's four quarterbacks, essentially. There's three that are probably in the upper class there's one that's kind of hanging around probably going to be a late first round pick who's going to be the late guy uh the kid out of kentucky levitt oh well levis levis thank you um well, so he was projected to be top five at one point right but then all of a sudden the quarterback out of florida just shot up. no richardson richardson thank you richardson um so just right, shot up draft boards 
right now, uh, the presumed number one pick is is Ohio State quarterback. Uh, no, yeah, Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud, um, which is the believed target of the Carolina Panthers or Bryce Young, one of the two. Um, which I, leaves I, the Texans, which the other one with the other one. I feel like they're not sold on either, either guy at this point. If right. they want to trade down, which is which is odd of why you make that move when you've already got the ninth pick. Right. Um, unless you're looking to trade it to somebody who's maybe at five or six. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, which uh, the whole situation's been just nothing short of odd. You're right. I I don't get it, but but at the same time, so that's kind of your current quarterback. The quarterback market is red hot right now. A uh, couple of dominoes still to fall yet. As mentioned, Baker Mayfield probably going to find a new home. Uh, Jalen Ramsey got traded from he did the Rams to the Dolphins. Hmm. Okay. Uh, that trade so is happened. Stafford going to get traded too? I mean, no idea. I, I are the Rams sellers now that I think Jalen wasn't a happy, and yeah, Jaylen, for whatever reason, Jalen's never happy. Um, just because he's not that great for what the what he's getting paid, right? So they made that move yesterday afternoon. Would they get for him? I believe a second, second round pick. Well, I suppose the freaking Rams don't have any picks. True. So. With that, I believe that leads us to our Packers conversation, Sean. Oh, God. So the first domino of the Packers offseason of of chaos that has been uh, fallen, and that is a believed deal with Al Lazard going to the Jets for four years, $44 million, first reported by The Score and George Schultz. Uh, Adam Schefter was quick to say that the deal was not officially in place which has seemingly been refuted by just about everybody at this point. Said a lot for Alan Lazard, do you think? Uh, the $22 million guaranteed, I think, is a lot. As if you technically don't know the status of who's right. going to be throwing him the ball. But at the same time, um, on the flip side, it's $11 million a year. It's essentially what MVS got, and I think Lazard's better than MVS. No. Um, no, you're going to, you're going to pay $11 million for a tight end. That's true. And you already basically have the same option of Corey Davis. Right. Um, which, so there's only one reason you do it. Right. Because Aaron Rodgers is going to make an announcement possibly tomorrow on the Pat McAfee show or today as you're listening. Um, at one o'clock Eastern time. So noon. noon here. He's not going to do anything. I think he will. Eric, why? Why? Because tomorrow is the actual start of the league year and free agency and moves being made. It might actually happen. We, I don't think we you... might finally be done with this. I don't think. It, no, because then Eric's going to be like, oh, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers. I'm still a fan of the Jets. I'm a fan of the player. However... I don't think he's going to say anything because he loves people talking about him. He loves all the, that's the thing about him. He loves all this speculation and he loves people talking about him incorrectly because people don't know anything, which I give him credit for. He's very like secretive about that stuff. Right. And he always says, if you don't hear from me, it's not true. Right. 
Correct. And he loves that. So he's going to let all of these speculators speculate. He's going to let Green Bay people, including you, Eric, um, <laughs> their minds run wild. He's going to let people continue to speculate. And he's not going to do a damn thing until he has to. Which I think tomorrow is the day. I don't think he, he has to do anything tomorrow either. I think the, the only reason I think it's going to happen tomorrow is because it's on the Pat McAfee show. Because he's going to give that to Pat. Just yeah. because Pat's probably as close to being in his circle as anybody could be. I agree. And I think if it's going to happen anywhere, it will happen on the Pat McAfee show. I just don't think it's going to happen tomorrow on the Pat McAfee show. I really don't. I, I said this the other day. I think there is one of two outlets it was going to happen on. It was either going to be the Pat McAfee show or through James Jones, uh, who I don't even, I don't think he's even with NFL network anymore. I think he's kind of doing his own thing as a independent media person. I'd have to double check into that. Um, but I, I believe it's going to be one of those two. Um, I had speculated as everyone is that if it was going to be one of those two, if it was going to be James Jones, I believe it was hundred percent going to be retirement. Um, I don't remember you ever saying this. I, I tweeted this. This one Twitter. Yeah, or he said it to us in the one thing. It's too. Twitter official. Yeah. It is Twitter official. Um, he tweeted it from the fan. I tweeted it from from mine. At Biggie WDZ. At Biggie WDZ. Go check it out. Um, but I can't even do it on our podcast podcast page or anything that way. Blood. Did you retweet it? Not from the podcast. Page, <gasps> no. That's disappointing. I probably should see where your your real fandom goes. Right. Anyway. Anyway. That's why I had to get password credentials for the the Instagram page this weekend. Oh, you actually got the password credentials? Mm, I nice. Did. I did. Anyway. I now run the Roof Wisconsin Instagram and TikTok. You want to run the Twitter too? Probably. <laughs> and the Facebook page? Yeah, we might as well just X Eric out. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we're going to X out Aaron Rodgers tomorrow. Oh, so now it is happening tomorrow. Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so that domino possibly going to fall. It better is... fall tomorrow. Yeah, and if, if it, it doesn't, doesn't... Go ahead. It's, it's, I don't know what's going to happen then. I mean, he's going to totally screw over both franchises. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that front. Um, I think it probably should have already happened. Well, it should have happened like a week, two or three weeks ago. I would agree with you on that front. I really would. I think I'm surprised it hasn't happened. Um, Because, okay, so if it doesn't happen, then the Jets are, as the boomers say, really, they screwed the pooch, right? The yes. Jets would 100%. If it doesn't because happen tomorrow. Because they put all their eggs in Rodgers' basket, and now they don't. they need a quarterback, correct? Yes. They yes. need a quarterback. And so they put all their eggs in Aaron Rodgers' stupid cattywampus dick's basket. Ugh. And you know what? They are going to be screwed if he doesn't do it. I'll say and even so, if he retires, they're screwed. Right. And so, really, we know that he's going to the Jets. I don't we know that do. that's a done it's, deal. It's Jets or retirement. It's one of the two. Because the starting quarterback of the Packers is 95% going to be Jordan Love. But then right. who who is the Jets? Who are the Jets going to go for then? They have um, the Rock with Zach Wilson, I guess. Or maybe they go for Trey Lance. Right. That could be the other thing. So Rodgers has not said 
they've had meetings, yeah? Yes. So, but Rogers has allegedly. got Rogers has got to given given them a good like inkling that he was going to go so there. Then what the kind of just a, the news cycle for those that choose to listen to us instead of paying any attention to any other sports outlet anywhere? Um, because we have the breaking news, right? We have the meat. Um, <laughs> the news was yesterday, so Monday. Trey Wingo tweeted that the deal was officially done. Um, it's been speculated all over the weekend as to if there was a deal in place, should he agree to play or if the deal wasn't in place and still being negotiated, et cetera, et cetera. Monday, Trey Wingo tweets that the deal is done and Rogers is going to be a jet immediately within what? Two, three minutes. Ian Rappaport, who is already on TV on, I believe he was on ESPN uh, says the deal is not done. And that both sides are still waiting for Aaron Rodgers' answer. Adam Schefter doubles down on that with the that the Jets are cautiously optimistic that it will occur, but they don't have a decision either. And basically, most media people have kind of run with that kind of line of thinking. But again, look how people are just continuing to talk. He's got the entire NFL fandom talking about him. He's got memes about him on on everywhere you go. He's trending on Twitter. Look at all of the fame he's like grounding up because he refuses to talk. And that's what he loves. He loves this. I don't know if I'd go that far. Yes, he does. I think he does. I really do. I think because look at what's happened the last few seasons. You talk about him this entire offseason. Oh, my goodness. What is he going to do? Retire? Is he going to stay with Packers? Is he going to retire? Is he gonna... That was what the last, like, what, two, three offseasons were? Essentially, yeah. Yeah, because and he loves it. He loves people talking about him. He loves staying relevant. And if he retires, he's not. He's going to be irrelevant. And so to stay relevant, he's going to the Jets. I don't know. I, I, I truly don't. And and the only reason for this line of thinking, because every I'll be honest, everything on paper, I think, points to that occurring, especially that Alan Lazard deal happening today. Um, and then also the reports that the Jets are in on Mercedes Lewis. And aren't they looking at Cobb, too? And Cobb as well. Um, they might as well be looking at Don Driver and Jordy Nelson as well, too, and Jay Kumro. Jay Kumro is a free agent and actually still playing. but They should run the Super Bowl team back on the Jets and see what happens. Would you be surprised if they did no. just to make this happen? No. Stupid. Because as you said, Sean, all their eggs are in the Aaron Rodgers basket. Um, so are they going to take Bakhtiari too? No, because no. the Packers yeah. just restructured that deal. Last he week. might be included in the trade. That'd I be a good contract to get off. Possible. So, so the Jets are essentially going to be the Packers. Yep. They're the New York that, Packers. Yeah, the New York Packers. That's so stupid. Oh, my gosh. But... All the, for one person that's probably not even going to be good for that much longer. He's going to be there for a year. And that's that's part of the thing and why I think it's retirement. So, and I know I've tweeted this and I've said it on this podcast before, but. Did you tweet it on our? <laughs> I can or, retweet it real quick if you want me to. <laughs> but the longer. I'm just saying. The longer this goes. I don't, on, I don't follow that one, but follow you, but I follow the. Should follow both. Why? Why not? Only one's important. <laughs> <laughs> but I honestly, I think the longer this goes on, I really think it's leading towards retirement. And the reason being that what I think occurred 
is that either he came out of the dark or at the beginning of the offseason, he was leaning towards retirement. He came out? Of, of the dark. Of the dark. Oh. The darkness. I thought she just said he came out. No, I would never say that without an allegedly, first of all. And also, I would never say that in general because that was a Brett Favre storyline. And that was a – never mind. Anyway, <laughs> came out of the dark retreat. Try not to get sued. <laughs> we don't have any assets. But, yeah, wouldn't end well. Um, came out of the darkness retreat and was leaning towards retirement or that he wanted to stay in Green Bay was a little noncommittal. Um, and then the Packers said, well, you know, if that's the way you're leaning, we're going to go Jordan Love. And, you know, if you want to entertain an offer for somebody else, go ahead. But if you, you know, if you're going to retire, you're going to retire. You know, they're trying to get compensation for somebody that they don't anticipate being back. And I think that's where we are. And the longer this goes on, there's an old saying that if you have to think about it super hard and you have to try to convince yourself that it's right, it's probably not. So do we have to eat all the money? I think you'd probably restructure and then retire. No, no. If you traded. traded, I think they'd. Well, they could technically restructure and then trade. Um, the contract he signed last year apparently has a one-year kind of renegotiation window, um, which would be within the next day or so. I have a question. Yeah. So the Jets really think that if they sign Cobb, Rodgers, and Lazard, that they're going to go and win a Super Bowl with that? Rodgers couldn't even do it when he was here. Right. That's that's why they're trying to make somebody happy who, like you guys said, is going to be there for maybe a year, maybe two. He's going to be there for a year. He's probably going to have, what, a eight and seven and eight record at best? He can't even do, he can't even play well with these guys here. Right. And that's, that's where I'm leaning here. And that's why I keep thinking retirement. Because the Jets don't really have... They're in a crappy division because the Bills are the favorite in that division year in, year out. Dolphins are Dolphins are on the rise. And you have to play Bill Belichick's defenses twice a year, which no matter who's on that roster... Somehow they're always still going to be, You're probably going to lose one of those games. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're you're looking at a what? A 7-8, and 8-7 eight, eight and seven record at best? Wildcard team at best? Probably. Yeah. And that's, that's why I'm thinking retirement. I don't think going to a division that is that stacked where, especially if you're going to make a trade, you're probably giving up one of your better receivers. And that's probably going to be Corey Davis or Elijah Moore. I don't think so. I don't think you give up any receivers. You think it's just going to be all picks? I think it's going to be picks or a defensive guy. Throwing a defensive guy. It's a bold take. Quentin Williams. And the other thing is, too, you looked at it here. The NFC North, for all intents and purposes, while he was here... I'm pointing at him. It was shit. Yeah. Was shit. And like and he still is shit. And still no. is shit. And while well, the Vikings are up and coming and so are the, I the know, Lions. So is Detroit. I would I think say Detroit is. I don't think Minnesota is. I think Minnesota's crashing. But I'm saying he do- he could have dominated this entire time if with an easy with an easy, what is it, division? Yeah, yep. easy division. Mm-hmm. And so now he's gonna go play for the Jets, which again, Bills are up and coming, uh Dolphins are up and coming. Bill Belichick, like you guys just said, so he could again. He could not do it when he was here. So what makes him think he's going to go do do it at the Jets? 
especially in, in a super loaded. I mean, even if you win the division, you've still got Pat Mahomes. You've still got Joe Burrow. You've got Justin Herbert. Russell Wilson probably won't suck totally this year. You'll have Jimmy Garoppolo back with Josh McDaniels now. That still is Josh, Josh Allen, of course. Right. I'm, I'm not even looking at the division. Lamar Jackson is still, for now, the quarterback of the Ra- um The Ravens. Ravens. Thank you. So you've got two guys who've won MVPs in there. Probably should have been three. You know, Josh Allen probably should have had one in that window. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Burrow, who has not won an MVP, but very much can slash should. Russell Wilson, who is an MVP type candidate when he's right and has a brand new head coach and um, Sean Payton. And Justin Herbert and Tua, who, again, same division. So I don't get any of the allure of going to the AFC. No. Because even if you win your division, you'll have a young, inexperienced roster outside of Mercedes Lewis, Tunyon, Elazard, OBJ. And Randall Cobb. Right. So you have a very young roster that isn't going to have the playoff experience of the Chiefs or the Bengals or the Bills. I, I don't I don't see it. I really don't. You think he's trying to just wait out a year so that he can get a big sports broadcasting deal like Tom Brady did? I don't think so. I don't think there's anywhere to go. I don't yeah. think he'd want to be a broadcaster. I was anyways. just going to say, I think when he's done, he's going to fall off the face of the earth and we're never going to hear from him again. Right. Uh, oh, here we the go. only reason here I disagree is because he's been on record saying he wants to stay in football in some capacity, but not necessarily the national media. So then how are you going to stay in football if you're going to not be in the media? Maybe as a coach somewhere, college coach or something. Okay. College coaches have to deal with the media, but not like not, not necessarily deal with the media, but like he doesn't want to be, Tom Brady doesn't want to be Greg Olson. Doesn't want to be Tony Romo. Okay, whatever. Aaron Rodgers. I hope this has a bow on it tomorrow. I really do because I'm sick of it. This is like two years. And again, Eric's gonna be sitting on pins and needles till noon tomorrow. Literally at like so at at noon he has his lunch. So he's gonna be just like glued to the Pat McAfee show. Yeah, it's a decent possibility. Yeah, he's good. He's just gonna. Can you at least record your reaction to it? Like for everybody? Yeah, you could you could put it on the TV and then record your reaction on your phone. It's a possibility. We'll see. He'll forget. Yeah. Because he'll be googly eyed over Aaron Rodgers. Right. He'll be like, oh, he's leaving. (laughs) Or he's retiring. I have come to terms with that he is not going to be the quarterback next year for the Kramer Packers. I just very much want him to go to the Jets because Eric has been on this retirement train, and I just kind of like it when Eric's wrong. He wants to be like Brett Favre. I don't think he does. That's another. That's a whole different side of this. He's following in Brett Favre's footsteps. Like your dad said the other night, he's going to go to the Jets, and then he's going to go to the Vikings, and then he's <laughs> going to win over the Packers and call it a, call it a day. Yeah, because who's, who's he got left to beat for all 32 teams? The Packers. That's it? believe so yeah oh boy uh, there it is <laughs> he'd be what one of like three players to do it it'd be him peyton and Brett Favre. well right that's what oh, I and tom brady uh yep and drew Brees, i think has done it as well yeah i think drew Brees. yeah so is he that big-headed to to be yes. like playing that game yeah i think so too i think he's gonna duck us over is what i think he's gonna do i really do no this will be good for us 
This would be great for the Packers as a, if he I guess, getting yeah. tra- if he get if he tr- gets traded. And then he, I don't even care if he goes somewhere and does good. Whatever. I'd rather. I just want it either either yes or no. Right. And like the one the one TikTok I watched the other week that I sent to Eric that was like, why is it my favorite team <laughs> that my quarterback decision is decided on three days in the dark and all of this controversy and like why is that my favorite team why can't we have just an uncontroversial team and you know what you know what i think when we trim the fat and we say goodbye to number 12 we will have an uncontroversial team i really do i think we're gonna be nice 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 and squeaky clean again I don't know if we'll be squeaky clean, but well, maybe no, I don't squeaky. think any sports franchise can ever be squeaky. Clean. Maybe not squeaky, but we'll be clean again. And the talk will be about the sport and not the drama queen. Right. We'll see. All right. We'll see. Final tomorrow. predictions. Sean, I know you're probably on team trade. I'm on team. Just get rid of him. I don't care if he goes and plays overseas for a XFL team or something. XFLs in the U.S. Okay, I don't care if he goes overseas <laughs> and plays soccer or whatever. I just, I'm done. I'm sorry. I am so done with him and his drama and all of his garbage. It's, I'm done. Goodbye. That was, that was the most Wisconsin. I'm sorry, but this is <laughs> just done. I'm done. I'm, I'm, done. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. I'm literally, this has been what, two years of me bitching about Aaron Rodgers, I'm ready to just be done bitching about him. Right. Then we can take all of his the posters down in here of him. Uh yeah, that 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 <laughs> artwork up there is not going down. What about the the thing the, that flipped our that little you fan. Yep. Do you haven't flipped back yet? That may have to come down. Well, I, that may have to come down. Yeah, it's coming down. Sean, prediction, retirement. Why? Oh, <laughs> just We've heard we've heard Eric's logic. All show long. Why, Sean? I think retirement because start with that. <laughs> yeah. This all roads lead to retirement. Take a page let's out of Eric's. Let's hear it, Sean. Right. Yep. Should I just copy everything he says? Mm-hmm. Look up the Twitter. But not our page. Yeah. You gotta go to gotta go to his personal page. Yeah. Not not the podcast page. So why do you think retirement? I don't know. I just I don't think he's gonna go anywhere else. I really don't. I might say that to Eric just to piss him off, but I don't think he's going. He's not going to go anywhere. All right, Eric. Last and final prediction. Keep it short. Yep. Real short. We got cookies waiting. I think retirement. All right. We already know why you think retirement. All right. He doesn't want to be Brett Favre. Yeah, pretty much. A couple quick things to hit before we end the show. Uh, Do we have a bar of the week? What's the one they haven't done yet? We'll skip that this week. Yeah. Sound good? Yeah. We got cookies. Yep. Um, what are we rooting for in the upcoming week? NCAA tournament? Yep. NCAA tournament. Rogers not being a Packer anymore. <laughs> All right. March Madness. If you haven't joined the contest, it's still time to do so. It has to be in by Thursday morning. Prize to be determined. Get tickets for RPW. I think that's all the major headlines. I think so. All right. With that said, for Justin Ramsey not here. For Sean, Shauna, and Eric, who are here, episode 108's in the books. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye, Aaron.